joined us today on the day of our Independence Day. The day when the European Union was saying goodbye to them. Can I just say, our the, friends overseas. The technology we use on this show is amazing. If you knew how we had, what we had to do technologically-wise technology -wise, to get that song on. And we're playing that. Hang on, what? God, don't we have to pay rights for that? I don't Aren't know. You're obsessed with the rights. I think it's because it's through a phone. I think we might get away with I it. I might sing. Yeah. <laughs> do you that want to sing Mars's that? Mars's phone. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Hey, welcome to the show. It's the 31st of January. Yes. Significant date for some. It is. Many. But more significant for us because it's another edition of <laughs> the like D Trout that. Spinners like podcast with me, Mars Pennell. Oh, Gary Forrestal. I hate saying it. <laughs> No, that's why I like it, though. How you Can we drop that? No, can we drop that? I want to drop that. How, how are you doing, Gary? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. I've had my knees tested, my yeah, back tested knees. this week. Been all, I'm collapsing as a human being. Can you tell the listeners why you had your back, back checked? Well, I just had pain in my back and my knees, pain in my knees. Not pain in my knees. Is that age-related or um, something a bit don't more? Don't know, don't know. Yeah, my knees probably are. I'm yeah. 35. <laughs> Cheeky little <laughs> shite. <laughs> How will you be celebrating today? Shite. All I'm doing the show. Oh. This, is my, this is my celebration. Yeah, I think so. Uh, can you imagine what, how some people will be celebrating today? Ironing their flags and the jeans and... Oh, I, the thing I hate more than anything is those little Union Jack flags. That, yeah. And I don't mind the Union that Jack... That Anne and had. Yeah, they in all the, had uh, in the European, European Parliament. Parliament. It's still so funny to me that Anne Widdicombe... Is a politician. Went into, yeah, ever. But and did Strictly. Into, yeah, she... Oh. Anyway, I thought I like she was her. a personality. No, <laughs> no it's, it's did a... You, did you know, seriously, did you know that she was a, a, a sort of a minister in previous Conservative government? I thought she was like a, a celebrity. Yeah, because... Well, I thought younger. she was like a columnist, like a, um, like a writer, a journalist. No, she left Parliament about 12 years ago. Yeah. But, you, but you're being a bit... I remember her being in Parliament. But you yeah. probably... And that's the thing, when people go on Strictly and things like that after, people think... Oh, they're on Strictly. Like people think of Gary Lineker as being a Chris salesman and presenter. Chris, presenter <laughs> sir, was, I'm a Chris salesman. I was um, talking about Brexit. Uh, my week has been good. I went to Bristol yesterday for a, a writers' convention. I guess you call it. I saw. I've seen a couple of shows. I went to see Six the Musical, which was great. I went to see Uncle Vanya, a Chekhov play. That's yeah. how sort of cultured I am. What were sort they like follow-ups to the King's Speech? Or, <laughs> I don't understand. What are these independent things that anyone here at such rather uh, anyone here at the Detroit Spinners will know that uh, Gary's Dutch only ever like... seen the King's Speech as one of his films. Uh, well, and you nearly said it there by mistake. But let me just promote, self-promote, yeah. um, Dutch or otherwise, which we're going to do sort of intermittently. Mm. Is our other podcast. That's not about our the sister show. That's podcast. That's just about us, and that is why it's so shit. Our Suffolk cousin podcast. It is our Suffolk cousin who's got three chins and uh, two noses. <laughs> I want to tell you about this uh, run-in that I had. I went to you know our favourite pub in Angel, the one that's a bit old manny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good outside. The outside's nice. Actually, we've, if you've if you're a regular listener to uh, D Trout Spinners, we actually recorded a couple of podcasts. Yeah, in that pub. we usually do record in the pub, but for the purposes of today, we because the weather's a bit there. grim today. Yeah, yeah. So I thought we're we can in, do it in my your, flat. You're in your flat, and may I just say the hospitality is superb. Yeah, no mess. There's no mess at all. No. There's no. Uh, um, memories from from your mother around here? No, I don't. I I throw out everything from my mother and just put elephants out instead. 
Gary's got loads of little um, trinkets. They're like trinkets, sort of trinkets. They're yeah. bigger than trinkets. But Tribal. Well, this one. Shaman. Shaman. <laughs> Why is put that buying? as a photo to the show? Oh, we'll add it, it on the Twitter it. feed if we got one. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> Apparently, we have Gary, a Twitter feed. Gary's got a um a totem pole, a uh, little figurine, sort of thing. Auntie Nora would have one. Oh, a fireplace. Does it bring you luck? Good prosperity? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it hasn't yet. But Any Chinese gods hoping. around? Any... In fact, I think my luck's got worse since I've had it. <laughs> it looks like it. Yeah. So I went to that pub and the staff uh, are Polish, I think. I think they're Polish anyway. Because I can sense their accent because I've got Polish heritage in my blood. Well, you let me... You have... And yeah. your grandparents have spoken Polish accents, I didn't do. they? But, well, your, but mainly your, your girlfriend speaks in a... Yeah. Very you think my girlfriend's more important than mine? Very authoritative. <laughs> yeah, it's just, no, yeah. But I'm saying you're around that all the time now. Exactly. So I, I, I know I can pick up an accent. So I was collecting my drinks, and just by way of... And I don't know why I said it subconsciously. I just went, I'm going to try and get some sort of connection with this woman. Because I want, I want everyone to know that I know her better than everyone. And I went, Jenkuya, when I gave... when. When I took for the drinks, which Jen means Kui, which Jen, Jen which Kui. means thank you, Jen Kui. yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I was like, "Why did you do that? Why? What why did, did you say she didn't say anything? What which was even more. What did you say, Brentos? And I was just like, either I did it because I want her to know that I'm not racist and that I'm better than all these people in the You're pub. You're so worried about what people I am, think like, and so I am. But also, so I want her to know that we've got something in common. We both share Polish heritage. If indeed she was Polish. Yeah, she could have been Russian, Czech. It's not important. I but... think all of that was bollocks, and you were attracted to her. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that was that was funny. Um. So yeah. So it's Brexit day. You know, we're not going to speak about Brexit very much. I don't much, want to talk about it's it. It's a bit. It's a bit shit. But there you go. That's mm-hmm. it. We're out. And um, but this is the last podcast we'll ever. In fact, this is one of the last podcasts in the entire world that's going to be recorded in this country. Let's say, whilst we're in the EU, because we're one. We oh my must God, be. This is like a relic. Many, there won't be that many podcasts being recorded today, and we're going to be pretty much yeah. the last <laughs> podcast. What a shit way to go out! God, it really <laughs> is. Trout spinners, and the weather's terrible. And I'm with you. And yeah, I'm with you. If only I had a light refreshment to help me ease the pain. Yes, I. I know. Imagine I if I, you had the same. I haven't had some wine for ages. No. <laughs> anyway. So, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the Ricky Gervais Show, episode eight. Yeah, and two. just to refresh people's brains, this podcast is about the XFM shows. Because I talked to a few people about the podcast um, out and about, and it's from 2002 to 2005, back when Radio X was, um, was XFM. And a lot of comedians started there. Uh, Steve Merchant, uh, Gervais, but one, but also Adam and Joe did their shows there. Russell Brand, mm. uh, Simon Amstel, I believe, did a show there. A lot of big, it's a real big name. Of, of it really comedy, was yeah. in talent and launched before the careers. they were known, really, mm, completely. Because Rick, Ricky was known by that time, but he was on there before in '98, wasn't it? The nine o'clock well. news, wasn't it? Was no, Ricky, Ricky was on XFM in '98, like oh, '99. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But this this episode that we're discussing, uh, if you join us, this is now episode eight. Are you going to give you give the date? Yeah, I'm going to do that now, mate. Um, And this this original date of broadcast was the 12th of October, 2002. And I'll put a link in the bio if you want to listen to the show now and check in with us after. Now's your time. Well, how can they do that? Well, they can pause the podcast now. 
yeah. and come back to us after. Oh, I see. I Together. see what you mean. Yeah, I thought you meant... Work it around the structure of phone, the show, phone, mate. I thought you meant phone in. Yeah, phone in now to a non-live broadcast. <laughs> oh, seven, nine, double, nine, <laughs> in this episode, Carl introduces the new feature, Educating Ricky, and it's the very first week of Rockbusters. Carl also struggles for radio, radio quizzes, including Strike It Ricky and Big Mother, in which... Listeners would win a CD if they had a heavy mother. Yeah. And I, I just a little bit of personal trivia. This episode, Educating Ricky, was the very first piece of audio I ever heard from mm. XFM. I'd never heard it before. I didn't know who Carl was. This was the first thing because it was, it was on a YouTube clip and it just seemed to me, what the hell is this? And I thought it's weird, but it doesn't <laughs> quite work. But then I started listening to more and more clips. And obviously then I found the full shows and it started to make more sense. But the first time you hear it, it's like, what the hell is it? It, was, did it this does take out? you out of it, yourself, it was good. doesn't it? it? Was, I thought it was brilliant straight away, but I thought, is this, it, doesn't, it doesn't quite work fully, I think, until you fully know, you understand the character of Carl. Yeah. You understand the character of uh, sort of Steve. Ricky was more well-known. So I knew who Ricky was, obviously. I knew who Steve was, but I didn't know who Carl was. But it takes a while to build up that, like, that the character of Carl. I don't mean a, a constructed character because he's not. Yeah. But he is a character. He's a strange guy, and it was, it was just like, what is this? Does, does he believe these things he's saying? Or like, so, but it was just. It is was he brilliant. genuine? Very first. It was the very first piece of audio I heard, and I thought, I like this, and I want yeah. more of it. And I, I literally from that point on. I have consumed the Ricky Gervais show probably <laughs> at least once a day. That was about eight years ago. That's when I was in my flat with Daisy. I, I still find that was, mad. Yeah, yeah. it's great. About maybe nine years it ago, it sort of made the days go by. Made it easier, didn't it, in a way for you? I suppose. No, the days were easy anyway. I love those days. Didn't need anything. Hangovers every day. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. I drank wine every day. I did. In this episode, there is a I'm, clear. I don't now. Okay, <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. Well, I hope you're not, because otherwise I'd take that bursary straight away from your student loan, you f- Yeah, It's not a student loan, it's, it's a grant good. from the Economic and Social Research well, well, so Who's funding that, mate? Anyway, it's not a problem. Britain. Britain, the big the big B, BR. Um, in this episode, there is a clear tonal shift, I feel like, in the dynamics between the three of them. Like, Ricky's got this, like, sort of really enthusiastic kind of... Uh, you know, meeting with Carl when he, he's obviously returned from holiday after Claire Sturgis has just done two shows, and you can tell they're like really excited to see Carl. And and I've been in that situation where they I are, but he has a go at Carl. He does, but like, he would have only have done that had he been excited. Like you could tell, he was obviously sort of restricted. I think himself. he's really pissed off though, like that. And that's another little thing I like about the show is that Ricky Gervais, within the first fifteen seconds, has said the library's shite. <laughs> It's a shit station. He's not joking either. And it's just like, where other... Sh- and if you... Honestly, if you're listening to this and you want to comment anywhere, because there might be, and I'm not aware of it, but is there any other presenter, any other show where they were that loose with the... Kind That's of, a good the, question. The general, the general way of being with the show. Well, you'd never slag off the station in that way. Maybe mildly, but I know, I'm, I know, I'm not criticising Ricky. I love it. I think it's really, it's really funny. I yeah. just think, and also it makes it so real, but... Who else has the co- it's confidence apart from anything else? But it, it also to be funny with it. Too. Yeah. Let it's us like know if you let library. us know if you've let us know if you've ever heard a radio station that's taken like the liberties that yeah. the XFM show. Or let us know your top radio blunders because yeah. I'd be I'd be quite eager to see this. You know, I love people gaffing it's up not a on blunder. no, but I love people like gaffing on air like just deliberate, either whether it's deliberate or an accident. Because I think that's 
that's when you capture the, the yeah. essence of truth that's of what not people the, are. Yeah, but the, this isn't a gap, but I know what you mean. But um, the only one I've talked, I've, we spoke about this before, but the only one who's slightly like it, who I've ever heard, is, is Johnny Vaughan. And Johnny, but Johnny Vaughan and Ricky Gervais share that they are incredibly annoying people and annoying to work with, but actually quite brilliant as well. Both of them brilliant. Te- um, I have to check them out because I, I, do, I don't mind Johnny Vaughan. It Bourne, is sports-related, though. Well, he, so, he does a show on um, Radio he X does, now, yeah. Yes, he does, yeah. I would quite like to listen to do you have any standout moments from this episode? Can you describe it to the audience? Let's not go into like true narrative depth, uh, step by step, Gary. But... Oh God! Oh, you, it, Mars has been some sort of course over the last day or two. <laughs> uh, um, well, a couple of quotes I like very a very early on quote that I love from Steve, and I, I actually could try and work this into my life situation is you get paid do you when Ricky says you get paid peanut you get paid do you and that actually is really revealing about the dynamic between the, the two of them because it is a joke but it's like it's absolutely true that Steve would have been on less money for the radio show than Ricky but Steve's on less money than everything that they do between yeah. them than Ricky is and apart from probably later stuff like what <laughs> Gervais says it in the last episode, doesn't he? he? Goes no, we drew it on exactly, drew it yeah, on exactly. It's brilliant, but actually that, but Steve, Steve is very self-aware there. Like you get paid, do you? Like I yeah. don't know. It's like yeah, he, I don't get, even get paid. He obviously gets paid, but but less. I've got some interesting trivia about the show, and I might come to that. But I liked the fact that they have. The, I mean, the big the big t- sort of conversation that defines this episode for me is when Carl's coming up with new games for the show. And he says, "Okay, it can we can be sincerity?" And then Ricky says, "Um, this isn't like a radio show, is it? Sometimes it's just people talking. If if, if the mics are on, it's luck." But that and that actually, I know. Listen, we, it was just hospital radio. We did a hospital radio show, but it was so inspired by Ricky Trevet, and it was never copying. But we always had that ethos of exactly what Ricky said there. Mm. If the mics run, it's luck. It's kind of like it's just two people talking, yeah. chatting as if we're in a pub. And actually, that's the way I like to hear radio. That's my perfect idea. Well, of I radio, listened to I saw like a recent um, another podcast. Um, with um with Carl Pilkington and it was only a half an hour chat sort of promoting Sick of It series two and obviously the big question is would you come back and do some more shows and he's like the thing is he said I wouldn't rule it out but he said it wouldn't be the same again and he said he said the thing is like the whole the whole gag was you know Steve was single Ricky was fat and lazy and now he's like a vegetarian he says and also he he says I've changed too you know they're trying to wind me up and I at the time you know, I needed the money and I was letting them wind me up. He said, I wouldn't, he said, the dynamics would be different. And I think it brings yeah. on a, an interesting... He wanted a new kitchen. You know, yeah, that's, that, that's that it. Like, and that genuine... He talked about that, that when he was an, on an idiot abroad. He said, he said, I was in this room and I was surrounded by all these Chinese people playing like the flute and stuff. When I know Warwick Davis is getting some fucking stellar treatment in a big room. And he mm. says, and I was looking at this, this picture on like... Of his of his house that's just put down a mortgage says this is why I'm doing it this is why I'm doing it yeah so you wouldn't have that pressure anymore like and so if they were to do the shows they'd be I very different shows I, I wouldn't listen. listen no I wouldn't I listen. probably would listen I might but it's listen the same to one. In the same way but that... hang on but it just can I just say uh, actually at that we we already know developmentally like how that would go because. It, it, it was many years ago still, but the, mm. the they did some a series of podcasts, 
And by that time, Steve was probably still single, but Ricky was starting to get more successful in America and things mm. like that. Carl was much, much better off because he was he had an paid agent for lots of things. He had an agent. It was the agent, like the same agent. He still had Mondays off. That's his <laughs> agent. He might have had another. Agent. But um, all right, they, see you later. <laughs> they were. I liked them. But I didn't love them. And they're nothing like the XFM shows. No. There's nothing like the XFM shows. And they never will be again. So if if they did a show now, it would be like the podcast, but but deteriorating even further. I think so. And I think that brings, like, you know, nostalgia can actually be... It's I don't know. It's, it's good and bad, isn't it? It's great that we've got those shows and we can always return to them. But it's that sort of argument, like, you shouldn't always get what you want. Like, you shouldn't always... Because I think it would be bad to, be to have those shows. Be careful what you wish for. It's yeah, just, that's, that's, that's a very good uh, proverb, isn't it, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I use it because I wish for a lot of things. Yeah, 34. <laughs> How's your life all right? Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah got good it. back, good knees. <laughs> See you later. Good. You should have very clean See knees. Um, what, one, one thing I think from the... Actually, uh, this show demonstrates Carl's importance to the show. Oh, 100%. We, we did the Claire shows, and they were good. And we, we but he really but actually, steps up as the role of producer but, but and like coming up yeah, with shit. He's a fantastic... But we've both said this. He's a re- Just apart from anything else, if he, if he said nothing, he's a really good producer. Yeah. He puts those songs on at exactly the right time. But now, last week... <laughs> apart from this, apart from that bit where you go, oh, apart the advert he, doesn't work. But that was obviously, Play something, Carl, for God's sake! That was obviously a technical problem that wasn't <laughs> Carl's fault. But... but um, Ricky last week explained, they talked about Carl's nudist speech story and Ricky told it because he texted him and said, yeah. with Claire. Now he talks about that nudist speech story again, but it's the importance of Carl because Ricky relaying it, Ricky's a really funny guy, but Ricky relaying it, it's not as funny, but as soon as you get Carl actually relaying it oh. this week, it's really funny. It's it's just the way he pauses, oh, he's on. got a cadence <laughs> yeah. and he just... Like and it, it, he Carl's knows a masterful what to say. storyteller, and like, he, he knows what to say yeah. that will make Ricky laugh as well, without them being obvious that he's trying to do that. He knows the words <laughs> yeah. that will make Ricky laugh, and but that shows the importance of Carl yeah. this particular week, I think. Well, also he he does step up, like he wants to come up with some new features. So he says, "Okay, uh, I've got one called. Uh, do you remember that the price the price is right." The price is Ricky. No, no, no. What am I talking about? The price is right. That's he the says right. The price is Ricky. No, strike speech. it, strike it right. No, he says the price is right, and Steve says what the price is Ricky. And no, he goes no, the rice is right. No, oh uh, yeah, I was like trying that. to say strike it, Ricky. God, I messed that up. <laughs> I Lucky really wanted. Shows. I really. <laughs> I'm not going to edit that. I can't be bothered. <laughs> you better not. Honestly, <laughs> I I really wanted to play the rice is right with you today, but actually, it's an impossible game. Because I had a Chinese on Wednesday. There's nothing that isn't obviously Chinese. Yeah, like if I say Kong Pao Chicken, you'd say egg fried, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I if don't I said know. Ch- Chicken Szechuan, like you just said egg fried, yeah, egg fried, definitely egg fried. Um, but there, there is when Carl's doing here's those one games, for you, Lambuna. Well, obviously Pilau. Well done. The thing is, Carl, like Carl's very self-aware as well. He goes through those games, right? He knows that all of them are only funny because of the title, yeah. and they're ridiculous. And because when he gets to, and he says, "This is the one I actually I think is going to work," he knows, and it does work. It's Rockbusters, and it's an integral part of the show. Well, it's actually, been through many other iterations, hadn't it? Today, From like the, the sort of story yeah. and the... yeah, yeah. Today I'm going to do because on our X Radio show we did some Rockbusters. I'm going to oh, I'm amazing. Gonna have some classic Rockbusters. You've done some prep. 
Well, I went back on Evernote six years, literally, and, <laughs> and copy and pasted what I pasted for a radio show six years ago. Literally, all Gary's notes, uh, there's, there's, I wouldn't even call it a paragraph. I'd call it four lines on, an, on a notebook. But you can't your... see what it is. Uh, but you no, well, maybe we should lines. tweet this out, an untitled note, so you didn't even title it. Well, okay, I've just, got, I've just put one thing out of context. It says, in quotations, the bag... Oh, the that he has on his back. And I, I thought that was interesting because Carl laughs there and it's very rare Carl laughs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Should we do some Rockbusters now? We'll do some Rockbusters. Yeah, let's go for it. Let's okay. go. Um, so if you're listening, guys, um, uh, we're, we're, the downloads are looking pretty healthy, Gary, I should at this point say. I've been checking the stats. Uh, well, you sent me some stats and they'd actually gone down. So ah. okay. <laughs> they, they had, but you said So maybe helpful. no one's listening now. No, they haven't gone to zero. No. Because any old, because the world has. I think it's interesting people that people are it. actually listening to this. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, no one's got in touch with me personally. Actually, I've told my dad about this, so he will be listening. Oh, amazing! I didn't tell him at first, but How, can you give us a five star rating on on Apple iTunes? I think he's already given it too. Um, but this is okay. So some rockbusters. Now this is a new rockbuster that I thought of this week. Describe the game to people we don't know. Rockbusters is a cryptic clue to a band. Or a musical artist. There basically. we go. Like blockbusters. Like blockbusters. And actually, we, Carl, Carl does it on this show. And the thing I'll say about this show, they've realised very quickly this doesn't work with a phone in. It works 100%, with email. Yeah. So um, partially but, because Carl doesn't know how to work the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So oh, this is my rockbuster. Well, okay, you've convinced me. S. Now, just Am I answering now, or shall we? Leave well, it I'll just—I'll just say at this point, Miles never got almost any rockbuster I ever did, even after I explained it to him. Yeah. So, well, you convinced me. S. Have a have a guess if you can guess. I'll I'll reveal the answer at the end. Well, you've convinced me. S. Uh You convinced me. So 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 so. Um, Sony, Sina. You've convinced me. Super. You've convinced me, so obviously it's something to do with persuasion. Suede? Uh, yeah. Persuade? No, no. There's no band called Persuade. Is there a band called Suede? Yeah. Exactly, it's Suede. Suede, I'm Suede. Oh! oh you convinced me. Oh, okay, you convinced me. I thought suede. you were lining up to a car one, like Persuade, Persuade, Persuade. That... Persuade, persuade, no. Um, fat baby, fat baby, fat baby on telly. Fat baby on telly. Um, okay, another one. This is, I love this one. I, I honest, The German man has just seen a tree fall on a woman. That is really hard. D-O, if you can get it. D-O, the German man. D, Depeche Mode, D-E, oh, D-E. D-O, D-O. Oh, sorry. Um... Do you know, okay, any, what German words for... D. The, or the, yeah, D, but a bit, bit extend das. that. N- no, but... Dirty or das. But, but, well, how would a German man say there's, there dear, is? Dear, dear, dear streets. Um, <laughs> dear streets. Dear, the, oh, really fucking hell, This is know. one of my favourite clues I've ever done. Oh, uh, is this like a retro one? It's a very old... Artist who's more known for being a TV personality, but he was a music. He was he was a singer. Oh, um, he's more known for being a TV personality. D O. Oh. 
Anyway, this is, uh, we won't. What, the, what is it? It's Des O'Connor. So the oh, German, for Christ's sake, how was no, I? No, yeah, it's really hard. I know, but that's. Hang on, Des O'Connor. Des O'Connor. Des O'Connor. That's what. There's uh, there's O'Connor. That on. It's not my favourite clue. Next one. Oh, it's a great one. He just because he doesn't get it. He doesn't. I know Des O'Connor. I'm just annoyed that no, it was Des O'Connor. Yeah, but Des O'Connor's a, a, a an artist. Um, have okay. you got any? Have you got any artists from like the last ten years? This is a really. Um, the Marina made a mistake. Initials. TP. The Marina made a mistake. That's right. You'll never get that in a million years. The Marina made a mistake. Tear. I'm not even going to pretend I know. No, that's the porters. The porters. The port. Hers. Mm. Mm. Like hers, you know, yeah. get, makes a mistake. Can you get some more recent bands uh, when you yeah, do it next week? He, it's because he doesn't understand the clue either. That's partly why. Well done. No, I do think they passed the text. I've the opened test. up a hot mobile beverage business for pets. CS. I, you know this one because I've Cat Stevens more really recently. Yeah. Cat Stevens. Stevens. Yeah. Get that. Okay, so that's my rock buster. Well done. Call in if you uh, call in, text in, uh, post. Text in oh seven nine double. Don't say all of it. <laughs> Gary, do you want to do some favourite quotes? I will happily do some favourite quotes. Um, I already said one. Okay, cool. I'll go from the bottom up, uh, which is the way I like to do things. And number five. Is that sexual? Right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what What's that means. That? I don't even know. If it was, I don't know. Um, put it that way. Bloke from Manchester went a bit bolder than the rest. Got a job on radio. He were normal. He were normal. <laughs> um, you get paid, do you? Which I was. Yeah, that, that is a great one. You get paid, do you? Um, I think you can use that in any circumstance. Gary and I have this um, have this theory that you can apply any life situation mm. to an XFM quote. Well, I'm going to go next with my quote because I was going to say as a, as a little additional bit to this quote. This quote, more than any other, don't say don't say what you think it might be. I'll say, but I've used in in conversation normal with parlance. people, normal common parlance with people who have no idea what the show is. They have no. Now it's not funny out of context at all. It's not funny out of context. Yeah. But it's for me. I I smile to myself as much as I ever do. <laughs> Any time I use this quote, and it's the um, it's the it's just the end bit of this. But um, there's a woman feeding fish bread, which I thought that's original. Well, that's different. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> he loves a bit of originality. That, but that is. I just, love it. I now is the the bit I say, which uh, that's different. I say that because that, when you think about it, that's something like a lot of people, and that's why Carl's a genius because. It's like a lot of people think if someone says something, well, that's different. But no one ever says it. Yeah. But Carl says Carl just in his mind is. In I think that's part of his... what he's saying. He's saying, yeah. I say, I thought that's different. That's different, and it is woman feeding fish yeah. in the sea is different. But I think know? that's why so many people resonate with Carl and like his his way of thinking because they go, yeah, I think like that. Finally, someone's saying, and it can be, oh, this this was like it's got me thinking. About how you haven't seen Fleabag, have you? No, no, but um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge has got this really good way of um, like writing whereby I did see a bit of one. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah, but with some of her characters, she she keeps in the things that make people human, whereas some writers would like subtract mm, that. Mm. And um, uh, one of the characters she's playing a therapist, and she's listening to Fleabag, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character, uh, and she's trying to interrogate her, and she's talking to her, and she's sort of rubbing her 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 arm, her 
what, what's that part of elbow her elbow and she's going sorry I wasn't listening I was uh, moisturising my, my elbow and I was like that's brilliant yeah, like yeah. that's so that's such a natural like Very a good natural dialogue. thing like yeah it's just yeah it's Carl so yeah Carl like Carl-esque yeah and um, um yeah I think that um but I think I've I've soaked out. yeah you should 100% I mean it's sweeping the awards like um so is this <laughs> is there a pod- is there a podcast award? Yeah, there are. Is, there is there? the podcast yeah. awards. Yeah, I'm not, not that I'm a, not that I, yeah, I'm not getting next year. Myself. Fingers crossed. Forty five uh, downloads. It's D Trout Spinners come up on stage. Come on, say thanks, guys. And bit last miles we on the floor. We had some downloads from Saudi Arabia. Mm. If you're listening in Saudi Arabia, I just want to say hi. That's all. Is that how they say hi in Saudi? No, Arabia? just I, hi. No, no, that's how we say hi here. Oh yeah. Hello. It, All right. <laughs> um, also, because I've definitely soaked up like Gervais isms, you know, in my time. Miles has morphed into. Yes, Miles don't like ever Gervais. say that. Yes. I don't laugh like you do. No, that's Miles, not I know true. you so well. You can deny it, but you do. You do. You All didn't, right. and you do. Oh, you I do don't that. like that. I don't like because I I get I do get self conscious about this sort of stuff. Ha ha! You do that one, which Gervais does quite. Ha ha! Like it's the two tone yeah. laugh. You do that, and that's exactly. Gervais. I thought you my you're not, was... you're not like Gervais. No, I, ho- I would hope not. But I think yeah, these 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 shows have become part of my life, and and you know, goodness me, God, I quote them incessantly. Has it ever happened to you where you've said a quote and someone said, "Sorry, what yeah. did you say?" Oh, what you mean? Like they've recognised it's from yeah. the show? Because that's only ever happened to yeah, me once, I've but it was it was the other once. way round. Yeah, and then I thought, yeah, I because I I always feel bad. Like I always think, like apart from do they you, do they think from, apart from of you, course yes, yeah. but I always think like um I remember when I was doing a radio show on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Never do that again. What a bloody. That was I was pretending to be interested in new music when I've got no interest in music produced before t- after 2010. You've got um, no inter- interest in music that wasn't produced between 1994 and 1997. That's you. That's definitely maybe came out, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, shall we have a little break and we'll come back to our favourite quotes? Yeah, it's good to have a break without referencing it, isn't it? No. You can just put, you can play that. We got, we got rights free, so you can't. We actually paid, no, we paid £18. Cannot pursue us for legally in court. We'll come back off our quotes after this. We're back. Oh, good break, oh, was it, Gary? Yeah, it's one of the best breaks I've ever had. Oh, I'm pleased oh, you're rested. I, I had, um, I won't go into it, but I had a back checkup. I was telling you about it before. Bored of it, mate. The questions that he was asking me. Yeah. I won't go into them all, but he, he, I will just say this. He said to me at some point, and it just reminded me when you said, did we have a good break? Because I was, it kind of been thinking in my head about questions that people ask. He said to me, I'm just going to ask about your genitals. And I thought, what specifically about okay. your genitals? Do you want to go and say? Are they normal sized or are they circular he was in shape? An attractive man. I'm was completely he? straight, right. but he's an attractive man. All right, whatever. He was. He was. He was only about. Also, he was only about twenty six. Your age. And when when the spe- your back specialist is younger than you, that's yeah. a problem. And also, how long does it take to go to back school as well? No, it was a long time. It's yeah. Been, and number four, because we, uh, we 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 paused the podcast when we were doing our favourite quotes. So at number four, this is uh, about uh, one of my best friends, 
That's about Gervais talking about um, <laughs> the killing of Georgie and Rod oh, Stewart yeah, at the end. He yeah. goes, "This is a <laughs> just, that just, must have been true. That must be true. This is about uh, one of my best friends." That must be true. <laughs> that but, also goes alongside another quote, which was um, and and don't say no to help. Yeah, about, that's a good one. Don't say no to <laughs> that was Carl's interpretation of of. Yeah, and yeah, I can't wait brother. to the one where we talk about that's about the buddies and that um, no the Hollies is it? He's not every. He's my Hollies, brother. Yeah. So I think heavy's actually um, a drug term, isn't it? No, he's not heavy. No. He's no, my I think brother. Gervais right, actually. I think that it is about <laughs> someone who had a disabled brother. But um, really, one of my like I I don't have. Okay, the bag was a funny one, but what this is just one I'm going to say. He's such a. I've just. I'll tell you what I've written here. Robinsons. You oh. can't advertise, and I've just put dot 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 hypocrite. He's such a hypocrite, Gervais. Shamelessly yeah. names anything Pringles. I all sorts I know. of things. Now he he's, he does that a couple of times where like Carl says bloody and uh, in a in a really don't say show. bloody don't, don't say, say bloody. bloody. Carl, Ricky says twat and shit and all muff this muff shit <laughs> and he says you know yeah he goes, but. Cole says bloody, and he's like, "Don't say blood. But it was Don't just a funny blood. like Rob, Robinsons. I just, you can't advertise. Like, I like he advertises no, on air more than yeah, anyone. But no, well, I, that, that's so sweet because it's like because normally when I have a pint of uh, a glass of orange juice, I don't drink it. I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. I know what Carl means. I mean, I don't buy squash nowadays because, you know, I'm into my water, my sparkles water. My dad used to say when he tucks in at night, see see you in the morning with a glass of orange. Did he? Yeah. And it was Robinson's. Oh. It went downhill from there. <laughs> no, it didn't. If he's listening, it was fine. And number three, different stories for different things. Different things, yeah. We, Which we is an obviously like, throwback to, you know, the office, you know, different drinks for different needs. Yeah. Um, but but obviously with such sincerity. I think I'll I just go... Um, uh, what does he say? Hang on, I'm just because I haven't got it written down. He says, "Where have you been for three days?" Where have you been for three days? That is one of my favourite of all time. Alien gives remember, man a beard. This was the first thing I ever heard without out of context. <laughs> imagine if you just heard that and nothing else. Yeah, it's strange. It's but weird. imagine what actually happened to the bloke. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yes, number so and number two, give we'll give her a Rubik's cube. <laughs> it's about a woman who's got who may or may not be 98 or however old he says oh yeah yeah she goes he's, she's 98 she's not 98 we just yeah, you just, like, just made that up little, like, yeah. do you know I heard a fact today I Go don't on. know if it's true Justin Bieber can do the Rubik's Cube in two minutes not true I don't believe that Justin Bieber's could do that I heard he can. The Bieber fella. I can't. I'm not I'm not an advocate for the fact I'm not going to defend it I just heard it what's his last single Gary um, oh, girl, you love me, baby. Girl, you love me, baby. By Justin Bieber. That's available to it, stream on YouTube and Spotify. It should be. <laughs> and the number one, my top top quote of this episode on Rockbusters, and it's a brilliant, like flippant sort of remark. He just says it off the cuff. He goes, "We won't do this again." <laughs> <laughs> they say that a lot like yeah. Carl says it Ricky says we're never doing this again Carl says we're not doing this again about a few things that they do it's but it's funny. just about this like he just says it's, you can imagine him just shaking his head going we won't do this again we're not it's doing too this stressful again. I know. Just... and Carl means it Carl's not like joking like I can't be bothered it's too much effort but Carl, but the reason they keep doing it again and that's the thing we come back to earlier like 
Carl needs the money yeah. of the show. <laughs> now he wouldn't do it again because he doesn't need the money. We won't just. But I like it because he's clearly trying and he wants the show to be good. Mm. It's just, it's just bad that he wants to turn. He's like, the best way to come up with a new idea is to sort of think of a TV show and make a pun that's a bit different to the show. Yeah. Was that how on earth would you do fifteen Taiwan? As I well. know, but well, you'd come in. Well, fifteen ornaments. I don't even have fifteen ornaments. I was going to come in today and uh, bring something um, from Taiwan in. Um, yeah. I, I, don't, you, I don't think you, I have anything. But, but what? But the well, thing I probably is, do. You but... probably do. We all do. Yeah. TV. Yeah. Hey, anyway, I don't know. But um, not getting... Dusty your TV, I noticed. I don't watch it, so I don't dust it. Oh. All right? All right. I also um, noticed a lot of things are dusty in this <laughs> there room. There are a lot of things that are dusty. <laughs> but it's clean otherwise. I think the only things that are dust-free uh, are the chair that you're sitting in now. It's not. And your laptop. Ju- it's not. I've, I've wiped the oh dust off God, the chair. It's so dusty. I've wiped it off earlier. I was thinking of you. Um... But yeah, I think that, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, uh, Carl kind of, the thing about Carl, when he comes up with those game shows at the beginning, he knows they're only funny to say once as like, this is an idea and it's so ridiculous, he knows yeah. it's funny because he he separates Rockbusters, which he knows is a good game and he says, yeah, no, no, this, this is the one, one that we'll that do I'm it. Really yeah. gonna... uh, but I, Incidentally, what... is your mother heavy? My mother heavy? Yeah. Um, no, she's quite light. You don't win the CD, mate. You don't win heavy. Kings of Leon or ste- the Best of Bob Marley. That. Cut that out. Cut that out. No, don't cut it. Oh, don't well. c- uh, no, do no, no, no. Actually, do cut it out. Do cut it out. Which bit am I cutting? Cut out the bit <laughs> where I said my stepmom's heavy, including this. All right. And this? Which she is. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you just joined us again, there might have been some cutting. <laughs> just just a guy, that. Yeah. It might sound a bit <laughs> jumpy, the audio. <laughs> I've got a bit of trivia here for you, mate. Is it, Do you want to hear is it? Is it about Justin Bieber? It's not about Justin Don't Bieber. The Bieberlicious, the uh, the Biebermeister gens. Um, I this is from someone on on a board that I was reading. Uh, the the Reddit thread. Uh, there is a Reddit thread on the. Um, Ricky Gervais show. I do. Um... We're going to post on there today, aren't we? Like, yeah, to, to sure. Why not? We've we've held back. It's quite a nervous thing for us to do, but we're going to do. Well, it I think today. at episode nine. Episode 8, I think we're okay to do it. And Dutch we're or otherwise is coming next oh, week. No, so, um, I heard the fallings out. I can't remember where this quote came from, but it's legit. Um, I heard the fallings out. They're talking about the fallings out between the three of them. I heard the fallings out were to do when, when Carl walked out of the show Derek because he did not want to act anymore. Likewise, I, uh, Steve, apparently Steve, called Ricky for advice on stand-up comedy and to come to one of his shows, and Ricky didn't answer his calls for whatever reason and did not return them because he th- because he thought it was a mistake for Steve to branch out, branch out into stand-up. Sorry, who, who are you quoting here? That doesn't make that sense. That was from someone uh, on the Reddit thread. Oh, it's... Yeah. So very, very speculative things, but nonetheless... I believe both those things very reasonably could have happened. But I don't believe that's why they fell out. I believe they fell out, and they—I wouldn't call it a falling out. But I believe that they moved in such diametrically opposed directions. Gervais, one of the most famous people in the entire world. Think of that when they were doing the show. Steve, Steve, and now th- at that point, we because we talked about this off air. Ricky, Ricky didn't realise what Steve gave to Steve's uh, Ricky's productions, like in terms of narrative and plot and love lovability and things mm. like that. Like he just he just took off 
because he was famous. He was like, and I don't need that... it. And the, but with Carl, I think I, that's that thing with Carl. I don't think either of them have fell out with Carl. It's just like, I don't need this anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm rich. And Carl would never say that because he's not a boaster. But, but Carl was rich, never fame-seeking. He, nev- he was no, never he ne- fame-seeking. Never, but he's rich. He's rich enough not to oh, have 100%. to do it. And I just think they've I'm rich away, in, um, like, in some, some ways. I've got um, got a little trinket I could show you. I saw it. Just there. Shall we put that as a picture? Yeah, I think okay, so. I think so. And, and, and these staplers. It would be copyright-free as well. We use these staplers in a, in a production about a man who had three staplers. It doesn't think say it's from Taiwan. Think of how it doesn't good say that it's was. from Taiwan, these, these trinkets of value to you. Think of how good that was. Man I think it's staplers. Th- a, man, a man who had three knobs? Um, uh, man, um, no good I, I, I'm happy with two. So. Well, well let the, let the, you should have let the doctor know yeah. when he went there. Um, which of my dogs do you want I to talk about? I thought everyone did. <laughs> Hello to all of our listeners in India. Um... We're Sorry, no. Hello to all of our listeners in India. Yeah. We have one download in you. India. And if love you're it. listening in India, I love India. I'd like to go. I'm serious. Salam. No, that's not an Indian saying at all. Yeah. That's Jewish. Is it? Shalom. Shalom. Let's, I love... let's leave it there. Yeah. I was, um... No, I was thinking though. But, any but any you... final thoughts about the show? I've got a few. Okay. Don't we, rush we, me. Well, we're going to go in a minute. Don't rush me. We're not going to go in yeah, a minute. We We've are. got a bit to do. We've got a bit to get through. I don't want to get through too much. It's a bit... It's been long. Go on. It's been long. Imagine it went long. It went, <laughs> it went long. long. Okay, cool. I won't go there then. Um, so, guys, uh, I do want to go into our next feature, which is XFM in the community. Uh, this is when uh, I have a look at YouTube comments and at the Reddit thread for notes that are either related to the show or about this episode. I won't go into all of them, but um, no, there's, there's some very interesting ones from this show. The thing I like about this sub, and this is from a uh, um, Reddit, is it feels like it's permanently stuck in the early two thousands. It's great that a place exists where people think it's worth debating if Carl should get Mondays off from a job he hasn't had in fifteen years, or if Steve was re- unreasonable to expect to get his fifty p back, especially considering he'd given Carl all that <laughs> before. Yeah, the way I... every thread is just a series of of, expu- of obscure references to things that nobody should remember, and people actually get them. At this point, it's like a piece of weird art. So I guess I just want everything to stay exactly the same forever. Yeah, yeah, no, that's... It's a bit like your life, isn't it? With your infatuation with... Well, no, I'm in in 1996. (laughs) Don't look back when anger came out a month ago. But nostalgia is a big theme of this podcast and of these shows. It's a theme of the podcast, but it's a theme of the fandom of the podcast. Yeah. That's what it's... But um, I think... Because, like, it was... I know there was a lot going on politically then. But it, it seemed like a less serious time. Yeah, there was foot and mouth, and but this these Nothing were like that now. these were minor to Trump and Brexit and the, these yeah. huge things. I mean, there was the Iraq War, so that is big, and I know it's big. Did you but go do the marches? It, Did you sell the? <laughs> There's a guy in a in a jester hat playing the flute. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> okay, George W. We're calling it off, but um, it wasn't. Like one rise of BMX. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's that's a, we've we've gone into Mitch and Webb, but um, but but I can kind I kind of get that comment because it's like it's like you do wish we were back there, if, whether you support Brexit or not, and I hope you don't. But if you do, whether you 
want to be here or not, it's incredibly complex and difficult time. So to be back in that early 2000s where not that much was... And of course, 9-11 happened not long before the show, so there was a lot happening, but it seemed a simpler time. Like, And I know that in 15 years from now people will be saying that about stuff that happens now. So I Everyone's know it's going to be, yeah. On, I know it's nostalgia. So I know it's not like it, it, it's a, it's a phenomenon that doesn't exist. But in my head, it's, it is nostalgic. It is different. It is a simple It time. is. Cause it 96, was your, there were just but blur versus oasis. You know, it, it, to me, that's all that matters. No, to me, that's never happened again. Now to no, someone, who, won't. someone who's 15 now, there will be something that's the equivalent now. Justin Bieber versus Will Stormzy. Young. Will Young! No, I know. I just because they said Will <laughs> Young was in the show. That was only 2000s. But, um, you know, it's it's that nostalgic thing, and I think that's an interesting comment. Interesting tying it back to Brexit, where we are today politically. Well done, Gary. Good. Satirical slant on the week's news. You should write for... Um, Have I got news for you? Don't fuck around with me. <laughs> Read your next comment. Uh, these these are some comments. We're nearly done. We're getting there. Go on. Goodness me. The first Rockbusters and first educator Ricky... Truly a great day in history. I agree with that. I've listened to these podcasts so much I'm convinced when I die and my life flashes before my eyes at some point I will hear Ricky's laugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is from E. Rizzle McCurney three years ago. Every time I listen to these I feel I get a different feel for Carl's rise. This time around I feel he was eager to speak after a few episodes to the point where he can't wait to speak and tell his stories. I'm just glad he does speak. And one more. This is from E.H. Sorensani. This is eight months ago. After listening to these about four or five times over, I think this is the episode where the show earns its dynamic. It really turns them into poking Carl with a stick as opposed to just listening to what comes out of his mouth. They really get quite nasty going forward, but the thing is, it does make for a better show. You won't hear Carl laugh on air too many times after this episode, but you do hear him get very annoyed when Ricky and that it's just funny. I I kind of agree. I do agree with that comment sentiment in general, and I think that this show is important for a few reasons. And I think that one of them, like apart, like they two important features happen on this show, which is educating Ricky, but m- more than that is Rockbusters. And again, we one of the most a, successful game shows ever. Ever, yeah. And he doesn't just mean in X Firm. He means he's in the world. In the world, but um. I think that, like, a few episodes ago, they did something that was similar to Rockbusters, but it was Name name the Song, and we said that was seminal there, but actually, this is the one yeah. where it properly does Rockbusters, and actually, um, it, it I wouldn't say that this episode, where I disagree with the comment is, I wouldn't say that this episode is where they start poking Carl with stick. I think that started a few episodes ago, but I think that this show's important... For it, it get they that think of how much license they give Carl, their producer. Now I know Carl's important on air. We all know and love Carl, but he's a producer at the end of the day. They let him come up with all those features. Yeah, and they didn't they have to. Him, no, they didn't have to. They obviously some of them were jokes, and Carl didn't even mean that they fifteen Taiwan would get on air. But he, <laughs> but Rockbusters he did, and educating Ricky. They they let him do those features. And I think that's actually that kind of shows a real um, kind of commitment to Carl, a real, a real like they they believed in Carl yeah. at that point. Now I think that's important going forward. 
where he's absolutely right. They do start poking Carl's stick more and more, getting Mondays off, the, yeah. the teachers <laughs> and, you, you know, or, or the yeah. teacher episode where... Oh, I can't wait to yeah, that one. But um, I don't think that this episode is why they started to poke Carl with a stick. I, I think that this episode is important because they gave Carl an, an absolute license. Because at the end of the day, they, they take the piss out of Carl and they, they really do. But they they recognise Carl is really good at coming up with games for a radio But then show. they go, you know, if we didn't have you, we wouldn't have anything. Well, they say that a lot, yeah. So and just to bring it back to uh, you and I and our, and our friendship and our relationship... I get so much satisfaction from a, as a man that you don't you don't laugh that much you don't smile I don't think I've ever seen you happy Gary no I do, I do but I it's true that I don't I don't but that what makes it all the better when I've you got a when you in my get face yeah yeah and, what, and, you don't go and dodgy it. and dodgy uh, irregular testicles apparently <laughs> um, no you're on, just, yeah oh, let's yeah. not do that um, see you later um, no but it's nice because I know that satisfaction from making someone laugh that doesn't laugh that much. And that's what you see with Carl. It's just, it's so wonderful when he laughs. You're just like, that meant something. There was a reason for it. And he didn't put it on. And I listen to so many shows where it's full of fake laughter. And I know everyone can get criticised for that. And goodness me, like, I've probably, you know, laughed at things I that I shouldn't have laughed at. Or but that we, I was putting it on. And but stuff. with you. But with, with but Carl, with, it's sincere. But, with Carl, it's sincere. And it means something. And there's a reason why he's laughing. And and he's enjoying himself. But with you, I think you worry too much about like that's the thing about Carl. It's not the Carl Carl doesn't think to himself, I'm not gonna laugh or I'm gonna laugh. He just thinks I'm gonna be me and yeah. I laugh and I laugh. Now you laugh a lot, but you worry that you laugh too much, which is is not the case. But you probably laugh at more things than you would naturally laugh at. But you should just be be you. That's that's the thing. We can all learn. Thank you, Mr. All, Therapist. We, we can all learn from those fifty. How much? Weeks. How much is that? Is it, we, can all, we can all learn from Carl. And it, and the learn the thing you and learn, learn from is each just, other. Just be. Oh, I don't. Oh, this is getting too. Should we hold hands? When no, we definitely not. But, um, I wasn't seriously asking you. To I do want to wrap this up. Hang on, uh, I, hang on, let sorry, me finish my point. So, we, I think, but, and I, it sounds like a profound point, and it's really not, but the thing you learn what from people Carl come to us, mate. is just be, just be yourself. Now, you will say, I don't laugh much, but you recognise I am me. If yeah. I laugh at something, I really I've seen you laugh at Stuart Lee, at John Robbins, the times when I've been to Edinburgh. I cried at Bryony Cummings. Oh my god! I love no, I that. I that makes no, no, me no. so happy. But crying is a good emotion. Hundred percent. I, I didn't actually cry, but it was. It but was... if you had those emotions available, you would have done. If you <laughs> had tear ducts, if, if I had, if I wasn't, if I wasn't programmed by Al, <laughs> I, I wouldn't <laughs> love. Gary, I want to wrap this episode up because I'm bored talking to you, mate. Uh, um. To be honest, we should have wrapped up half an hour ago. If you're listening in Saudi Arabia, I'm sorry. <laughs> stop you, Steve. You're stop you, Steve. Um, Gary, I want to throw a couple of songs into the D Trout Spinners Library. Uh, obviously, everyone knows the library XFM shit, so I thought, you know, why not throw people a bone, give people a flavour of the sort of songs that we like, the sort of songs that we would play had this been live radio. Um, yeah, we want to do this. Then we want, want to, do to do this. this. Exactly. We there we go. Both of us together, like one. Uh, Gary, what is your flavour? Your song flavour? I'm guessing My it's nothing from JB. Is not Oasis. So wow, first time. No, Evs. no not first time because the first time we did, did it, I had non Oasis and you had you had an Oasis. Good point. 
my song this week, and it is a sh- uh, it is a song because I think you it know, is a song as good, opposed to a hymn or a psalm. It's good to keep this linked to the uh, Gervais show. It doesn't have to be absolutely. That's but, the rules of the this library. Is, this is a song that I really liked when I was younger. No, no, no. Let me say it. I really liked when I was younger when I got into the Gervais show and I heard they played this a couple of times. I massively got into it again. And it's absolutely brilliant. Teletubbies? And it's no, it's the song they played on air. Oh. And it's um, My My, Hey Hey. Is that what it's blue. called? Into the No, blue. it's called, it's got two names. The rock version, the rock version is called Hey Hey My My Into the Black. Mm. The acoustic version is called My My Hey Hey Into the Blue. From Neil Young. Neil Young. And is, which one are we putting into the library? My My Hey Hey. Great. That's going into in. Into the Blue. There we go. That's in. Into the Blue, Neil Young. I will be choosing. Uh, a song called I Want You by Elvis Costello. Um, it's a song that I've listened to uh, because I rewatched uh, one of my films of last year, which was called Only You. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a beautiful love song, and I hope you enjoy it. And it comes uh, it's a very pivotal, it comes across a very pivotal uh, plot point in this film called Only You. Hello. And, um,. Uh, and I really hope you enjoy it. It's, it's a lovely record. Um, but hey, hey, my, sorry, my, my, hey, hey, fantastic as well. Also, my song's good too. My song's probably a bit better. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I will let the listeners decide. Downloaded more times. No, um, thank you for listening, um, everyone. This has been the D Charts Spinners podcast. You. I thank myself for putting up with your company for now. This hour. has been the D Charts Spinners podcast. And I have to put up with his company for another Shut up! Set, for another set. No, oh, of course I can interrupt. I had to put up his company for another seven hours today. Yeah, until my no, no, six hours because I'm not even doing seven hours. Who's counting? I'm telling you now, I'm not doing six. Doesn't matter, mate. Take your time. Don't care. Um, God, see, you flew me off track. Listen to us. You're so like you can't like ad lib. You just ad lib. I can ad lib. -lib I need. I've got this monologue that I need to get through. Listen to us at Apple Pod. See, you fucked me over. Listen to us at Apple Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Uh, And do like and subscribe us. And please rate us five stars or four at minimum. Um, Rate us whatever you feel, but hopefully it's four stars. Yeah, I would... And also comment. I'd love to read some comments. I would also... good. uh, Yep, there we go. I'll also post a link to the past episode and uh, a link to the D-Chart Spinners Music Library. Gary, happy Brexit! Yeah. All right, see you later. See you later outside of the EU. Next time we come to you. (laughs)